It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Unfortunately, we've run out of time today. Whatever it means for you in your club, we'll talk about that later. We'll talk about that later. Welcome to another episode of We'll Talk About That Later. I don't actually know the number of this episode, but we move in it. Um, I'm here with my, my co-hosts, Tans. How you doing? I'm good, man. I'm good. Yeah? Um, would be Are better you? if Tottenham were in a better place right now, but... Mm. I'm actually good, you know. Yeah. Good vibes as always. Good vibes, good, good vibes. vibes. What you what you been doing to cause the good vibes, Tanya? Tell <laughs> us a little bit about your your itinerary. Go on. My itinerary. Yeah, I yeah. Can't even say that word. It- itinerary. Oh, you know, just getting some cool ups here mm, and there. Mm, mm. What can I say? <laughs> okay, we see you. You should we elaborate because that sounds mad, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've just cool I've just been on a few. I've been on a few um, YouTube channels, football YouTube channels, talking all things Tottenham and stuff, which mm. has been great fun. And but big of ups, Tans. You guys are my number one. Yes, big up Tans. Come on yeah. now. And don't... big up myself. And anyone listening, uh, Tanya has a lifetime contract with WTATL. Um, it's, <laughs> it's, legal, it's legally binding, so watch yourself. Yeah. But we uh... will consider the best offer, though. <laughs> <laughs> You cheeky little. Anyway. Uh, all right. Um, yeah. Next up, you heard him already. Let's go with Abdi. What are Yo. you saying? Yo. You good? Yeah, I'm good. Thanks. Yeah. It's actually episode 74. I checked. Oh, cool. So episode <laughs> 74 of WTATL. Uh, oh, sorry. We'll talk about that later. Uh, I should stop abbreviating it. Uh, and Mark, how you doing? I'm here. I'm good, my man. Not a snazzy liar for you, but I'm here. Cool, cool. <laughs> um, just before we kick off, I know Abdi usually has like a little weird story, but um, just today as I was working, um, I work directly in front of my window looking out, yeah? And um, there's like a 15 to 20 story building just behind where I live. And I don't know, something caught my eye. And there, and when I when I, I had to like squint and look up, yeah? And there was these two men on the roof of this 15 to 20 story building. <laughs> And I was like, oh, they must be doing work, innit? Um, one was wearing like a high-vis and I couldn't really see the other one. Then the other one comes to the edge of the roof and I was like, he's not wearing a high-vis. 
And he's, he looks like a kid. He's wearing like bright colors and all this kind of stuff. And he starts making these weird gestures. Like he's like, he's doing like some jazz hands, but he's like <laughs> leaning forward, to, like as if he's going to jump off the building. So this goes on for a little while and the high vis man is nowhere in sight. And then I see, um, I see some movement and the high vis man is setting up a, what looks like a camera. Obviously it's a bit far, so I can't exactly oh. say what it is, but the other, the the little one, he's still doing the jazz hands, right? Um, <laughs> like off the roof. But to resume this, I when I when I clocked what they were actually doing, the reason why I was doing jazz hands was he wanted to throw a paper airplane off the top of the roof. Oh, for goodness' sake! And literally, my <laughs> guy, me? my guy with the high vis, literally had to hold the guy by the waist as he was throwing a paper plane <laughs> off the roof. And literally, the plane just went like straight and then down. It didn't. It didn't go far. It didn't go far. It just went straight down. I was like, these men are just wasting a Tuesday. With this Boy, Ah, uh, but anyway, that's my story. Yeah, let me hold your let me hold your waist real quick. <laughs> no, but on, on that note, nothing will ever be. I think it was at Wembley actually, the Wembley paper airplane. Oh, I yeah. don't know if you guys have seen it or uh, I'll show you it afterwards. But I was there. The shot there. You were oh, there? The yeah, one yeah. That, the one that went on the goal. The shot there. Yeah. The, I think, yeah. Or it, 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 it went to the middle there. of the pitch or something like that. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I was there. That right there is, is the king of all paper airplane calls. <laughs> the best bit was the man and <laughs> like the voice coming out of the stadium going, please do not throw paper <laughs> airplanes. <laughs> but anyway, let's, let's, uh, let's kick off. Um, our spotlight section has been kind of um, easy to predict because there's been some really big games recently. Um, so we're kicking off with Man City versus Spurs. And uh, we're kicking off with uh, Miss Itinerary, uh, Tanya. Me? Are we not going to talk about City first before Tottenham? Because No, no, but let's get your opinions of the game. Do you know what? I just sound like a broken record at this point. <laughs> Like you should just replay everything I've said the past three or four episodes. <laughs> yeah. It's the same old thing, and it's getting embarrassing now. Like copy and paste everything I've just said, literally. <laughs> um, to be honest, going into the game, I knew we was gonna lose. Let's be real. Like City are on a unbelievable high because of their form. Like mm. they've not lost. What is it? Sixteen, like fourteen games or something. They've 16, won. They've won games? sixteen in the on the bus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. haven't. They haven't I dropped mean, points. Yeah, so their their confidence is soaring going into this game, whereas us, our confidence is just on the floor. So I knew Jose was going to change up the approach because of the Everton game. We were more expansive. We still conceded goals. But again, it just was stale. We didn't have any energy. City were dominating from minute one. They were pressing us. We couldn't really create much. Um but I did feel that we had like a game plan in the first half. We weren't creating much, but I thought that we were defending quite well. And then we had like a couple of counter-attacking counter chances, which Lamella messed up every single time because he just slows the game down and he, he can't pass. He honestly made me want to rip my hair out. Him and, him and Lucas Mora, who I've praised, right, recently... I'm never going to do that again. I'm never making that same mistake ever again because they're they're trash. Lamella, anyway, look. Lamella, what, every it? time every time I watch Lamella, he just seems to make the wrong decision. 
every time. <laughs> he just, that's the thing. He's got such poor decision making. And that's why I said we had so many like decent chances on the counter and he's just overcomplicating it. Like when it's just a simple pass. But anyway, T- the game's Tanya, not about Tanya. Well, What's that little nickname that you have for both of them? Or that Spurs fans oh, have for both of them? Toby, Toby, no, shout no, out Toby. No, 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 no. No, no it's the person's called Toby who says the name, Julia. <laughs> <laughs> no, um... <laughs> Lamora. What, Lamora. Lamora, yeah, Lamora. Yeah, yeah, Lamora. yeah. yeah, yeah. No, because Toby said yeah. that. Shout out Toby, yeah. But anyway, look, the game's not about Lamora. The game, right, is just us making the same individual errors. That's what it comes down to. Hoybier, who I keep saying has been our shining light of this season, even he is making mistakes now. That's the second penalty that he's conceded. Mm. I would like to get your thoughts on the penalty. I thought I thought it was slightly harsh, but at the same time, I'm like, he gives the ref a decision to make. Like, it's very clumsy from Hoybier. Yeah, but I heard I you saying that. I heard you saying, oh, the, the, the penalty was harsh. I was like, what's she talking about? It was a stonewall pen. Yeah, I it was. He, he trod on like, Gundogan's foot. There was contact from both sides, though. For me, that's but how that's, I saw it. But that's look. any foul, to be honest. It's contact from yeah, both sides. I know, I know. It's yeah, not you touched point. me, the but I never is... touched you. <laughs> Can you guys let me finish, please? Go on, like, sorry. You like to just add your little two pence in, don't you? I'm having a rant right now, okay? Can you just let me rant? I need to get this out, okay? Go on, sorry, sorry. So, we concede a penalty, and Larice. Let me just talk about Larice, or should I call him Hugo Lakepa? Because that's what he's turning <laughs> into at the moment, yeah? So he gets a hand to it, but what has he got? Buck- baguette fingers, Kit Kat fingers. What is he actually doing? <laughs> like, he needs fingers. to do better. Like he's, he's honestly, I don't know where we go from here. To be honest, after that penalty, I just knew that we were not, we were not getting into the game after that because, as you know, our heads just drop when we can see the goal. And then again, defensively, Sanchez, especially the third goal. Before I even get to the second goal, we have to talk about the third goal. How is Edison, yeah, just, just, just assisting a goal right over the top to Gundogan, and Sanchez is, is he's flat on the, flat on the floor. That was his crucifixion as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Rest in peace. Yeah, Rest but... in peace, Damons and Sanchez. You are absolute clown. You are so shit. I'm telling you, he is the worst defender <laughs> I have ever seen in my entire life. I don't ever, ever want to see this guy in a Spurs shirt ever again because that is an absolute embarrassment from when you're on the floor, flat on the floor like that. He fell on his face. That was the best thing. <laughs> yeah, he's, I, just, no, he's a clown. I was going to say, Gundogan didn't even have to really... No. Do it like he just shifted. That's he did one of the most simplest things in football. He, there was in, no real in his defense, he dropped the yeah. shoulder and, and, and moved. In his defense, Gundogan no, did no do him with uh, wait, 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 no, I'm the last no. listen, I'm the last person to defend Davinson Sanchez. Um, Gundogan done it with the move and he fell, but the reason he was head head first into the ground is because he tried <laughs> to block it with his face. <laughs> now, uh, uh, Davinson Sanchez look like them boxers, you know, when their legs gone and they oh, just yeah, yeah, flat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you gotta you gotta give the man that he he tried at all. Co- I know that he shouldn't have been beaten that easily, but he tried at all costs to no, keep the ball out of the back of the net. I hear what you're saying about Davinson Sanchez. I hear what you're saying about Davinson Sanchez, but um, I if you if anyone needs um an RIP, it's Ben Davis because what Sterling was doing to him. Oh was, my god, was he was not ch- PG. He's, he's honestly, I, I don't know why we can't go with the youngster at left back. I'd rather Danny Rose. And this is coming from this me. Exactly I, would what I, was about rather, I would rather Danny Rose because Ben Davis, I feel like Ben Davis is a player where you can't give him a consistent run of games. 
I think Ben Davis does well. If say we we have Rekhil on, he's our first team left back. Mm-hmm. If we have a cup game, stick Ben Davis in, he'll do a job. But apart from that, consistently, mm-hmm. he's finished. Like he's too. He gets tired. He looks all over the place defensively. He can't attack. He can't cross. All he knows is sideways, sideways, sideways. That should be his name, Ben Sideways, because that's all he does. That's right. Tanya's got bars, man. Tanya's got know, bars. Tanya, 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 Hugo Nakepa, RIP Davinson Sanchez, Ben Sideways. These are bars, you know. No, but Tanya, Come I was going to say, on your, on your note of that, I agree, he's a good second-choice left-back where you, you play him in the League Cup for the whole thing and FA Cup here and there, and maybe in the Europa League, or depending on whichever you're... And I guess that was the plan this season with Regulon, in a way. Yeah. So you are right. And it's just a shame that he's been injured quite a lot, From obviously, from your perspective. Yeah, I think I, I saw a stat, and I, I probably have the numbers all wrong, but I think the 12 games that Regulon's played, we've only lost two when he's in the side. Mm. So it kind of does tell you that he he's a massive, massive miss for us. But look, this all comes down to, guys, Tottenham, for me, are in a massive mess at the moment. I think we're a mess from top to bottom. You know how I feel about Daniel Levy. And for me, the owners, this is what they get for all of for those two seasons where we didn't buy a single player in the transfer window. The season where, you know, we nearly won the league and we, we chose not to buy any players. We chose not to kick on, right? This mm. is all their fault. And I would love to just sit here and blame Jose Mourinho. But at the end of the day, the players aren't good enough. We've seen these mistakes from these players. Sanchez, Davis, Toby, any defence. He's tried everything and we still concede goals. But what I will say on Joseph Marine, I don't know if you watched Monday Night Football last night. I thought Jamie Carragher was brilliant on it. I completely agreed with everything he was saying. If you've got a defence like what we have, playing pragmatic and sitting back, we don't have the defence to do that. We don't have the defence to see out games. For me, I know people will bring up the whole point, oh, but we did it against Everton and we still conceded goals. But as far as I'm concerned, I rather that performance. I know it's City. You can't you can't ignore that City are going to dominate and they're a top team or whatever. But like we had seven attempts in the whole game, three on target. We've got the best striker in the world, and we've got decent players. I don't think our whole team is terrible, but at the moment it just looks like we don't want to turn up for games. They don't look like they're playing for the manager. I don't know what the answer is, guys, because I, we can't get rid of the owners. We're not going to sack Jose Mourinho because he's on a massive, massive contract. We can't get rid of every single player that... Listen, there's a long list of players that I'd love to see the back of, believe me. But we can't get rid of them. So I don't know what the... Uh, I don't know I, what the I've got a quick question for you before we probably kind of move into other games. What, so what's yeah, different for you then in terms of the football under Mourinho now and the results and what you were getting under Poch before? Because... Pretty much mm. similar squads, minus Ericsson, Deli Ali. It's all quite similar. What what is the difference for you? Why were you kind of, why were you happy then and not happy now? You know what? The way I see it is this, right? In the Everton game, we played attacking and we still lost. When we play pragmatic, we're still losing games. So to me, I guess it's preference. It depends how you want to lose. I just want to see my team at least be in the game, create chances, play to our strengths. For me, Jose Mourinho is not doing that. And he's not making the best of what he's got. Poch, look at, like you say, he had the same players, but I feel like he was getting more out of them than what Jose is at the moment. And the man management skills of Jose Mourinho, for me, it's just, it's poor. I I don't think Gareth Bell has been a good signing. But then the flip side of that is, I'm seeing players like Bergvine, 
who've played three games in a row and have offered us absolutely nothing going forward. And you have Gareth Bale, who, rightly or wrongly, yes, he doesn't perform in like the first half of a game. And you don't see him for like two games after. Give him a run of games. Let's see. But look. It's the same thing as Danny Rose. I don't want to. Didn't Danny Rose say that in the um, the documentary? Mm. So, if I have a bad game, I don't play for the next three. Other players can have six, seven bad games in a row. But I just want to quickly touch on some well, something that Mark said earlier about Ben Davis. Uh, I completely disagree. I think Ben Davis is hopeless. Uh, I think he's not Tottenham level at all. I don't even think he's Premier League level. He's that bad, in my he's opinion. Terrible, I just watch him and terrible. I see no strengths in him at all. But then, like, with, with football, a lot of the time, yeah, is you have to... It has to be relative to what you have to, to play as you pick. So the players that aren't playing, they might not be the best, but they're better than the ones that he's selecting. So are you trying to tell me Danny Rose will not put in better performances than Ben Davis? Are you trying to tell me that Gareth Bale and Smelly Alley are not going to put in better performances (laughs) than Bergvine, Lamora, and all these rubbish players who keep sticking out regularly? Gareth Bell, like, he hasn't been good, but Gareth Bell, if he plays for 45 minutes, we don't see him for the next three games. Yeah. Um, same same goes for Deli Ali. Deli Ali gets de- those players who who actually have a track record of doing well for Tottenham, or at least doing like we've seen them play well. And they when they're playing well, they can be very useful. Those players seem to have like a shorter rope, whereas like guys like um, Bergwijn seems to play every week, and then we continue to see him being rubbish. So and then, and then another yeah. thing I noticed as well is that back that back four is the weakest back four I've ever seen at Tottenham. Like, do you remember the days of Pochia when he had Walker I know. and Walker, Rose, know. The, the two the, who were really like two of the best fullbacks in the league? You had Alderweire and Tongan, one of the best partnerships in the league, and in front of them you had um, Wanyama and, and Dembele. Now... How on earth can you go to Man City and play Tanganga, Dyer, Sanchez, and Davis? That's not a back four. That's not a top, that's not even a top ten back four. Like Tanganga's a young guy, he's a centre back, but he's playing right back. Dyer and Sanchez are horrific. Like it is actually a, it's actually offensive how bad Sanchez is. Like every they single so game, bad. how bad he is. And then we I've spoken about Davis as well, but it doesn't look good right now for Tottenham. Mm. No, uh, it doesn't. As well. I- Oh, sorry, on, sorry. I was just gonna <laughs> just on, because I wanted on the Gareth Bell thing, and then and then that's me done on on Spurs. I think if you're gonna play him, the time is now because you got to think. Yeah. Well, firstly, his motivation should be to do the best he can on the pitch for Tottenham. But second to that, there is a European Championships approaching, and he will want to kick himself into form. So if there is a time to play him, it's, it's now. If you're not gonna try it now, mm-hmm. then. I think I think we do have to also praise Manchester City for their amazing run of form. They're like Gundogan is I don't know what he's a man possessed right now. He just scores every chance he gets basically. Unbelievable. He's Uh, playing in that he's playing in that KDB role and doing it justice, which is better playing better. Yeah, which is um, (laughs) which is (laughs) which is not it's not an easy feat. and to be honest, he's he's made that De Bruyne injury for City just yeah not impact them whatsoever, it's not crazy, even in the slightest. Man. They've they've kind of just brushed it off, but massive credit to him and to City. I think he needs for... to give credit and... to Guardiola as well because yes. yeah, they just he just 100%. went back to basics. They're playing that four one four one, but um, it, like when they're out of possession, it goes to a four two three one with Cancelo yeah. jumping in, well, like a three, actually, at the back. And Cancelo drops into centre mid, which allows Gundogan to stay high. But I think you need to give credit to some other players as well. Like, we've been giving a lot of credit to, like, Gundogan and Stones and Sterling and Foden. But guys like, obviously, I mentioned Cancelo, but Rodri oh, and, um, and um, Zinchenko as well. 
So Yezinchenko, yeah, what the hell? He's, he's made him like some world beater, bro. He's Zinchenko. he's he's quality. He's like taking and everything. All of the Man City players. What I noticed, I like. I honestly think that's the highest. Like this season, Man City is the highest technical quality I've seen. It may not be like the most like attacking, like free free scoring that there were when they got a hundred points, but the highest technical quality and the fact that every single player on the pitch can take it first time, turn, play it when the first opportunity to play a pass is, and it just looks so fan like it's so. But- Technically Abdi, Abdi, just on that point, I think, do you know what the scary thing is? I think they weren't free scoring, but I think they're getting there. Yeah. And I think yeah. it's, it's progressing because where they were winning one nils, two ones, two nils, it's now threes. They got four. It's just progressing. And I yeah. think they're just, they're finding, they're finding their way. One I don't thing know, though, it, is... They absolutely have to start practicing penalties. That's just, it's just, that's so. Did you see Edison wanted to take it? Edison, he was like, man, yeah. he's like, man, get back and go. I'm just about, I'm, I'm just about gonna score here. It's like, yeah, because to be fair, that he, he, penalty wasn't a good penalty. It no, wasn't it wasn't a good penalty at all. And like, who's it? Gundogan's miss, Mares, Sterling, KDB. <laughs> yeah. How many, how many more players are going? Well, everyone of the team's gonna take a penalty yeah. so you can get a regular one. Sterling has missed a couple. Apparently, Rodri, he didn't even. He wasn't really even meant to take it on the day. He just grabbed it and said, you know what? <laughs> and he I'm scored. Gonna, I'm going to see if I can put this curse to rest. Yeah. Um, let's move on because we've still got a lot to talk about. Um, Mark, coming to you next, uh, our representative from Liverpool. Uh, it's a big game again, uh, Saturday afternoon. Um, tight game, uh, mm-hmm. f- mostly. <laughs> up Maybe up until like the 70... 75th minute I can't remember exactly but tight game uh how do you feel what 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 are your what are your thoughts I don't know it's again probably um the 12 30 kickoff first of all just has that potential to ruin your weekend and yeah that is exactly what it did but I mean it's, it's different for me and Tanya I can't really sit here and go on and, and be angry to an extent because we're actually, I can, we're, we're not playing too badly. Mm. We, we don't look bad. Tottenham kind of look, for Tottenham, it looks like there are multiple things happening mm. at the same time, which are all bad. And it's all kind of led to this one volcano type thing where mm. you don't know where Tottenham are going. I don't know, Tanya, if I've summed that up right. With, with me no, and, and with Liverpool, yes, we're, we've been very bad recently, results-wise. But performance-wise, I can't slate it too much. I thought for the first 60 minutes against Leicester, we were the better team, dominant, should have uh, scored more than one goal. Um, but that's what happens in football. If you don't take your chances and the other team does, then you will lose the game. And it's simple yeah. as that. And then it comes down to the question of, yes, the performance was good, but there are no points on the board. And that's, that's the same theme for us for the past month or two. Performances have been decent. Yes, there have been some bad performances in there, but the majority have actually been pretty okay. Nothing special. But yeah, it's time for us to get some points on the board. I've been saying it for weeks now. It's a top four battle. We've actually just made that even harder for ourselves now. Where we're kind of getting left behind from the, the group of you've got City out there on their own, and you've got United and Leicester kind of got a bit of a points cushion. And then it looks like fourth is really there to play for. So mm. it's on us to start picking up points. But onto the game. I, I want to know what you guys thought as well of the game and, and well, where maybe Liverpool went wrong. 
uh, I should have done things differently. I feel like um, I agree with you with like most things you say, but um, it's just moments in like the game now where Liverpool don't seem as assured as they would have in the, in previous um, mm. seasons. Yeah, and... I, I mean, just quickly, sorry, and I, I will let you go on. Yeah. For me, it's just it's the confidence. I think there's, there's, it's, it is the confidence, but there are obvious reasons behind that and in, yeah. in the sense that we've probably got five or six players from yeah. the literal starting 11 gone and yeah. that impacts massively all at the same time fair enough if it was one or two but when there's so many yeah and the replacements for them for those guys then get injured it it does stack up but you're right confidence as well yeah and yeah, I was, it's, it's, a, it's a number of things yeah and i was just gonna say it's like um where you don't seem so assured, uh, players who don't usually make mistakes are making mistakes. Like, obviously, we had Alisson, and then there was that mess up again at the back um, with Kabak and Alisson um, at the weekend. Uh, yeah, which I will I, I will come out and say, I think that probably was Alisson's fault. Yeah, that yeah. was Alisson's fault. Yeah. Um, so it's a, it's, a couple, it's a couple of him on the bounce, which is really unlike him. Yeah. Um, and like I, he said, we've seen, we've seen some more from others where it's unlike them as well. Yeah. Like Salah giving the ball away just nonchalantly in the middle for the third, the third goal, goal yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, which obviously we don't see like usually um, these kinds of things. But I think it's like with the Allison thing, I-, I could definitely see it being a case of him trying to be commanding because obviously you've had the errors uh, last week, so now you're like, I- I'm gonna make sure that nothing happens, and then it's it's almost a case of like trying too hard at times. Yeah. I, think, I think it's time to recall. A case of... I think it's time to recall Carrius, yeah. isn't it? Don't even do it. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was Carrius or Adrian. Well, Adrian doesn't even make our squad anymore. Yeah. Um, but on the note of the Alisson Kabak, I mean, there could... I don't really know what it was and what went through Alisson's head. Maybe it was a... Oh, I've got a twenty-year-old centre-back on his baby. Yeah, he didn't let trust me do, him. Let I me think, do the job. Yeah. Let me let me just do this. I think it was a Russia blood. Thing. I think it was one of the Russia blood situations because Kabak's clearance mm. wasn't that good. But Allison, like, if if you think about it, if Allison was on the goal line, then it's not a guaranteed goal for the Leicester, is it? But the only reason why Kabak's clearance isn't good is because Allison clashes with him. Yeah, but Kabak, mm. Kabak, like, even if Allison wasn't there, Kabak was still gonna pass it straight to Vardy from that position. No, you, you, you can't Ka- say that. Because when Kabak had already made that. the move, like he already moved to hook it. But then... No, yeah, but, but he, he, he was going to boot that. Yeah, he like, was going to yeah, blast it, yeah. And he then couldn't swing his leg to full I think it was definitely It was definitely there. Allison's error, 100%. But yeah, like, yeah. during your earlier run, you were saying um, it was a tight game. I actually disagree because... I felt yeah. Liverpool dominated the game a lot, especially in the first yeah. 60, 70 minutes. In the minutes. first half. And uh, especially they should have had, like, like, there were so many times when Liverpool, I spoke about before, like about Liverpool are best when they go back to front quickly. And that's when Trent is playing them pings or Van Dijk or when Henderson does them quick switches to out to Robertson. And that's where Liverpool can be dangerous. So you're doing that a lot in the first half as well when Milner was on. And Salah was getting in behind quite a lot. And then, I don't know, sort of the game just like was sort of drifting a bit before until you got the goal. And that was great from Firmino, by the way. Um, and then Salah, oh, brilliant. he's probably the most, oh, one of the Salah. most lethal players in the box in world football, I think. Just, he's a killer. But I felt, and I, I know, uh, please don't take it wrong, I'm not picking on him. But Thiago did not provide any defensive protection no. to, your, to your back two. You've got a 20-year-old making his debut and you've got a centre-back, mm. a centre-mid playing a centre-back. And then yeah. I've never seen Liverpool look so exposed. Like especially, I felt bad for him. Very. He was left so exposed because your fullbacks they play high, 
And so now you're outlets. Yeah. And then you've just got the two I, of them. And Thiago was not providing any protection to them at all. I, I hear you, but I mean, first of all, to counter that, it was Wijnaldum playing in the six. So Wijnaldum should have been providing the, the protection. Mm. I hear the point. The point still stands. The protection wasn't there. Yeah. Second of all, I, yeah, Thiago hasn't lit the world alight since no. he joined. I'm just going to be completely honest. Mm. He so hasn't. A quality midfielder. We, yeah. Before he got the injury, uh, in his debut against Chelsea, he got man in the match. He looked smooth. Mm. And I thought, core. But it hasn't it hasn't been for him. He was injured all last week. He wasn't even meant to play against Leicester. He had to come on for Milner yeah. midway through the first half. I think we were saving him for Leipzig tonight because he obviously knows them the best, considering mm. he played them quite often over, over the years. Yeah, I hear you uh, on on the on the I point do- there. That's that's where, but that's where we miss Henderson and Fabinho. Yeah, massive. Exactly. I do think it's I do think it's it's a bit of like Thiago's come into a new team, a new league. And the team isn't performing to the best of their ability. So that can also translate to um, a loss of form for the player as well. And just to my point about it being tight, what I meant is, is like, obviously Liverpool dominated, um, but I didn't feel like they blew Leicester away. And obviously they didn't get the goals that they should have. Um, and that's what I meant by it was a tight game. Because like yeah. Abdi said, just before the goal, it's just started to drift a bit. Like the second half was drifting and... But yeah, I, yeah, I hear that. But I don't know. If, I don't know if you have to blow a team away though to dominate a game. I think we just we made it look easy against them for sixty minutes, which is why I said at the very beginning of the the analysis of this game is that I'm not too. I know it's mm. happening now consistently for at least six weeks, let's say. Mm. But seventy percent of the performances have been pretty decent. And for me, that's that's the light at the end of the tunnel. The results will come because the performances then, haven't dropped off too much. Obviously, it's, why do you I'm think super that frustrated. Is, Mark? Yeah, because that is frustrating. Because yeah, because like Abdi was saying, for me, I was watching that game. And I just thought, oh, Liverpool are running away with this. Like they were dominating from the beginning. I think the only chance in the first half, I think Vardy like hit the post yeah, or something like bar, that. Yeah. That was hit it. Yeah. That I was think, it. I thought, well, right, Liverpool yeah. got this. But what is what is it that's... Is it lack of concentration? Is it confidence? What, what do you think it is? I don't know. I think Gary Neville said it perfectly. I think he was on commentary or he was on... Something he's on Sky Sports. Oh, was on, the game's on BT uh, Yeah, it was a BT. So. It was, um, so I think he said uh, it on a, on, a, on a previous game. Um, last season, if Liverpool went 1-0 up, you probably could have left the mm-hmm. room for 60 minutes and come back and Liverpool have won the game. You were pretty sure it was yeah. going to happen. This season, Liverpool got 1-0 up and it's actually in the back of your mind, we could lose this quite mm. easily. So I think the, the big difference is, and I know it's a really easy excuse, but I'm not even using it as, a, as an excuse. I just think it's, it's one of the big factors behind where we are this season is we're missing key, key players. Virgil van Dijk mm. means we can't play Fabinho in midfield. Yeah. We've lost Henderson in midfield. The whole back four is completely different. You've got two fullbacks who's main um, style of play is, is attacking, let's be honest. Mm. And they haven't really stopped with that, but the, the structure behind them, in and behind them, is completely different and nowhere near as good as it was last season due to personnel, injuries, confidence. The current, yeah, is. I, the current I, backup I, as well, the like the Shikiri and the Origi, they're not really, they're not providing any threat. And no. when they come on, Oxley Chamberlain was awful when he came for the last fifteen minutes as well. Yeah, and um, I felt, and just on just a side point as well, um, I thought Tiedemann was 
horrific for that first hour where he's oh getting out of God. bed. Oh my God, had to mention Pinnaman. <laughs> I just have to um, be fair. Leicester, man. Wait, hold on. We do have to credit Leicester. They yeah, did get the three points. Cool. And they about the decision. Yeah, yeah. They, oh, yeah I was just going to yeah. say, they stuck in They stuck in the game. Obviously, um, they they kept it nil-nil as, as best they could. And then once they went one nil down, they I thought they reacted well. They did. Um, and then, obviously, they had the Harvey Barnes Thiago situation on the edge of the box, or was it in the box? Um, no, it was a free which, kick. It was, it was, it was which led to that question like that. No, no, I just posed it like you know, <laughs> as if it was live. But yeah, um, and then it led to the Madison goal. <laughs> which, and what, what do you um, think yeah. happened? That whole VAR situation. What do you uh, think? It was, it was offside. Yeah, it was a shaggy. I, I, I could see it. Like you could <laughs> see it before they drew the lines. And yeah. then when they bring the lines out. It's pretty much you just got you just think to yourself, oh, well, this is no. I did dead. think it was going to be offside, but then I was surprised that they went with the onside decision. They yeah. drew. I, I don't even want to get into this too much because if we did this every week, and it's it's not just like there there were there are plenty that happen every weekend. But if we mm. did this every week, this would become the referees' podcast. We don't want that. No, that's yeah. the thing with with this is that I scream it every week. It's so annoying that obviously I know we've just spoken thoroughly about two really good games, but we have to keep coming back to referees and, yeah. and how bad and incompetent they are. These guys drew the line through Amati's knee. <laughs> like, there was a... Half of his knee was poking ahead of the line that they drew for him. Yeah. It's just incompetent. It's bad. And until either they have to come out and explain their decisions, good and bad, we shouldn't just be shining the spotlight on the bad things. Yeah. It should go both ways. But until there's some accountability... I've got no faith in the refereeing system, really, at all. Yeah. Uh, I agree with you. I think the referees in the Premier League are probably one of the worst I've ever seen. Um, it just seems to get worse every week as well. Um, and if you're having... I, we say it every week. If you're having to draw lines that are like... That no one can understand. Yeah, if, if you're having to draw lines that no one understands, then <laughs> yeah. th- there's literally no point to it. <laughs> Can we just shout out my boy Wilfred Ndidi, the king of Nigeria? Yeah. <laughs> Bro, he's just. He, I I talked about him being the best ball winner in the league, yeah, but that pass he played for Harvey Barnes' goal. Yeah. Mm. Ooh. My boy's got yeah. the sauce in it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> listen, credit credit to Leicester. And actually, when you break down, you look at their starting 11 or, or maybe the first 14 in their squad, then it. Yeah gets a bit meh but it's actually quality everywhere mm. they've really got a few injuries as well there was no Fofana there was no Justin no obviously yeah. uh, mm-hmm. you have to say Brendan Rodgers has done a fantastic job yeah. at Leicester very good job yeah. very good job and what he's done he's with Harvey Barnes well, is, is, is so good like Harvey Barnes 12 goals this season now um, yep. He could have wow, had a few more in that game as well, and the way he yeah. just said, he looks so confident as well, and he looks fearless. That's the biggest thing I like about Barnes. Like yeah. he could have easily squared that to Vardy, you know. He's like, no, nah, I'm taking this bottom corner. Yeah, yeah. Mm. and he's just so direct. I love yeah. a player who's not afraid to run at people. Yeah, yeah, and just just kind of have them make the decision for you. Either they'll foul you, or you're going to go past. Them. I love yeah. I love a direct player who can. Do you think people are going to be off, like you said, twelve goals? Do you think people are going to be sniffing around for him, like? Yeah, I do. Firstly, yes. Secondly, the way that the the kind of finance thing is going now, and he's English and he's a prem player. Yeah, he, boy, he he'll be a lot, lot of money. money. 
Yeah. But yeah, I think I definitely think he's a dark horse. Not even not even a dark horse, but not like a really serious contender to go to the Euros this yeah. summer with England. Mm. He's not doing himself any harm with his performances. Exactly. But let's move on because we still got lots to talk about. Uh, uh, Abdi said whatever um, <laughs> in the analysis of Palace versus Burnley, but I do think it's important to note that uh, Burnley smacked Palace away from home. Uh, and it wasn't even close. Palace didn't even look like they were going to get back into that. What is going on with Palace, man? They are awful. They are boring. Listen, They're awful. Palace are Palace, mate. Palace you know are doing a yeah. Palace. They're like when a blunt knife. They're, there's <laughs> nothing to them. When your second <laughs> midfield options are still McCarthy and McCarthy, I, I, I swear those two have been at the club for 10 years plus. I, sw- I swear they're both the same player. <laughs> <laughs> McCarthy's injured, to be fair. But... um. When you had that partnership at Wigan and it didn't work out, you think you're going to bring it to Crystal Palace to make it work? It's not yeah. the one. They're, they're, I think their squad is quite imbalanced. Like, I, yeah, I'm, I'm not like trying to pick on their centre midfielders. They've got Milivojevic, McCarthy, McArthur. That is not a prem quality midfielder. <laughs> but he's well, been playing centre back all. No, time. I was just about to say Kiarte can't even play in his position. He's playing at centre back. Exactly. Um, we do have to say that Palace have ten plus injuries. And the majority of them are one month or more, uh, including, to Abdi's astonishment, uh, Connor Wickham. That uh, was a joke. When I saw that graphic card, oh. it says Connor Wickham still plays for um, Palace. <laughs> no, he, he scammed a living, man. That's <laughs> like the... Um, see, I can't even remember now because it was so random. Where's Jack Butland? He's second yeah, to Crystal Palace. Palace yeah. yeah, he's at Palace, yeah. What? Just those under-the-radar ones? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess those those, those are those signings that didn't actually go through with the FA. I think they just did it on the slide and he just came through. They're like, yeah, add that, add that. But I mean, um, with Burnley, like, do you know? Have you, you guys noticed yeah, um, that the bo- all of the bottom seven managers are English? <laughs> oh, wow, is yeah, it? I, I had Only one manager in the top ten is English, and that's Dean Smith. So it's actually not looking good for her. But, but. Like we spoke about this before the podcast. I mean, big shout out to Loton for scoring one of the goals of the season because that was like the way he dribbled. Oh, through a couple what of players, a goal! Woo! Did the one two quickly and then mm. volleyed it as well. There were some quality goals this what weekend, goal. you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Talking about quality goals, let's move on to Brighton versus Aston Villa, which had nothing, uh, no goals, just a good performance from Emmy Martinez again. Oh, he was amazing. Nine saves, you know, he was a wall in that game. And it's, it's sick watching just like him having what well, this was like his tenth clean sheet now, um, he, and he's lived. He, Do you know he, what? I think what what content. Now I was just gonna say I actually quite find Martinez attractive. You know. Oh, okay. So that's what you wanted to into uh, my analysis. So we've yeah. away from the, sorry. from the serious analysis. For the... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He is married happily happily married with a kid. Oh. That's uh, Yeah, and then um, <laughs> okay, go on. and then one other thing I noticed in that game as well is um, Alexis McAllister. I can't understand him. Sometimes he looks Scottish, sometimes he looks Spanish. It's like he's, <laughs> he's he's Argentinian, by the way. Yeah, but he doesn't. But what's that? What kind of name is that? Alexis McAllister. <laughs> Alexis McAllister. It's like Paella Haggis, bro. <laughs> it doesn't, it doesn't make sense. Uh, but I thought I thought Brighton definitely deserved to win that game. Yeah, they should Villa didn't look good at all. Uh, but I really, really like Bissouma. I think he's quality. Like mm-hmm. he is yeah. quality. He's yeah. he's one of those I, guys I can't see him staying at Brighton long. 
I was just about yeah. to say I can see him getting a move. Um, but the thing about Aston Villa, I think I mentioned it last week. Last week they won without having really having to try, um, and and again they didn't really perform against Brighton, but um, mm. their defense and Martinez saved them uh, because, yeah. like you said, Brighton should have won. But let's move on. Um, next game on our agenda is Southampton versus Wolves. Uh, I missed this game, you know. So I, I said, game. this is a bit I of said, like... I said, what's going on with Palace? I really mean, what the hell is going on with Southampton? <laughs> they lost <laughs> six wait, in a row. But they did beat Wolves in midweek in the FA Cup to go through. So I I kind of thought, okay, Southampton have steadied the ship. But no, they... I don't know what... It, I don't know if it's a similar thing to like Liverpool where when you go in front, it, it's, you don't have that confidence that they can see it through and they kind of just... They kind of fade in games. They're not. They're, they're. I don't know what it is about Southampton. So, well, do you think there's a case of like that they're, they're a quality team with a super quality manager, but maybe mm. simply they were just overachieving at the start of the season, yeah. and we're starting to see the type of team that they are in the sense that they shouldn't have really been winning games on the bounce that they were. They also or, do have a lot of injuries. To just to add to that point. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing with this season is that it's so condensed and everything's happening yeah. so quick. I think in the past month we've had football. I think most of our teams would have played twice a week probably in the past yeah. month, every week. It's yeah. crazy. The schedule's crazy. Clubs are picking up injuries. It's mad. But I, I do think potentially Southampton may have just been overachieving slightly at the start of the season. But, mm. yeah, that's, interesting That's one. six defeats that, in a row now. It's just... Yeah. It's just... Uh... Including... Listen, I'm so sorry if you're a Southampton fan, but that obviously includes a 9-0 slapping as well. So it's not looking like too glorious on the Southampton side. Yeah, I feel like Southampton just they just really want to um, forget the 9-0s, but they can't. That's two 9-0s in a year. I had to, to apologise. Yeah. But can we talk about Neto's goal? No, no, no. Before we talk about Neto's goal, we got to talk about Danny Ings' goal. Oh, yeah. Armstrong, yeah. that was a great run from Armstrong. And then the what volley, volley as well, yeah. I what think I, I've been hearing a lot of rumours about Danny Ings possibly leaving. I've heard him being linked with West Ham, heard him being linked with some of the top six clubs. Um, I think it might be time, you know, because he's done it for a couple seasons now. Well, where's he going, mm-hmm. though? Yeah, but, with, uh, what team is he going? I think West no, Ham will take him. It. Yeah, I think it has West to be... West Ham top six? They're not top six clubs. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're currently... Ninth, t- West Ham are fifth. <laughs> oh please it's not gonna last I, I think if he's gonna leave Southampton it should be for a team who are playing European football at the very least in answer to your question Abdi, based, when you said it's time it, it is time I yeah. think yeah. It, he should have done a lot better at Liverpool not him personally not, but in, injuries meant that he could yeah. have really kind of come into who he really was at Liverpool it's time for him to go and do it again, even oh, somewhere but, else at a big club, and prove that he can. And we talk what about club, Kane. Though? This we, is the thing. What, wait, what club is he getting into right now? But we talk about not... Kane. We talk about Kane. Um, like if he's gonna move, it needs to be now because Kane's twenty-eight. Mm. Ings is also yeah. twenty-eight, twenty-nine. So if he is gonna move to one of these clubs, and ta- Tanya, to answer your question, West Ham don't have a striker other than Antonio. They sold Haller. And they have no striker. So West yeah. Ham would, would snap, like, they would do anything to have a player like mm. Ings who's going to bag 15 to 20 goals a season. Well, um, and 
Oh, sorry, Junior. I can't be yeah, I yeah. think Spurs. I think Spurs would as well. One of your major problems and something you always scream about is that when Harry Kane plays, no one scores a goal. Ings is too good Stop. to be Harry Kane's back. Yeah, he's yeah. not going to be he second is. fiddle. Oh, he is, he's not going to be. So let me reframe that then. How many teams in the top six do you think would say no to Danny Ings? What we, are we saying top six or big six? Because oh, Arsenal told him a knife. To... Like the, your, your notorious <laughs> big six, sorry. Because right. I think even with Arsenal, like, I would trade Lacazette for Danny Ings. Yeah, but Danny really? Ings plays similar yeah, to Aubameyang. Like he plays similar no, to No, I Aubameyang. know, I know. But what I'm saying is, would I ha- rather have Lacazette or Danny Ings? I'd rather have uh, Danny Ings. Tanya. In I my would opinion. not say no to Danny. It's, it's all dependent on What'd him. What you like say? I, said, I think... I've had Tanya for Lacazette. <laughs> 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 I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding. That's so rude. <laughs> no, but with Danny Ings, yeah, I wouldn't say no to him, but it's more him. I don't think, for, for, from a Tottenham perspective, if we are keeping Kane, I, I can't see him coming because he just yeah. knows Kane's going to be number one no, all that, the time and that's our biggest problem. That was just more so, in, it was kind of like a um, question back to you or when you said who who yeah. would take him. <laughs> I know. I'm kind of saying, like, who, but who wouldn't? I think... Mo- most teams yeah, would. True. It's just about where he wants to go and where he knows he'll uh, get a guarantee. Uh, I have an answer for you, Mark. Go on. Bin Firmino and bring in Ings. <laughs> Bin Firmino and bring in Ings. Yeah. Um, you going to say no to uh, You know, I would love to do but I, listen, I, I want Jota in that nine. I can't in the nine role. I can't mm, lie. Fair, fair. But, um, yeah. Mm. I, Let's like get... I said, that, Danny Ings didn't have the rubber degree in that Liverpool, so I would, yeah. I would never yeah. be against that. <laughs> Let, Let's, <laughs> Let's go back to the game because I think we've we've gone massively off course here. <laughs> uh, Neto's goal, the winning goal, close footwork in the box, done Vestergaard, really and he just put yeah. in the corner. What a goal. What a goal and what a player. 20 mm. years old. Mm. Yeah. 20. The that same is thing. nowhere near even hitting. Anywhere his prime, yeah. near his peak. Same thing we said about yeah. Harvey Barnes. I'm saying about Neto. Like, the clubs will come in for Neto. I, I, I mentioned it a couple of weeks ago, but every time he gets the ball, he's always in a position to either create a goal or a, a chance for someone else. From any position in the pitch, he can make a, he can make a goal-scoring opportunity. Mm-hmm. And that's one of those players is very invaluable as well. And then what he did to Vestikai, that was really rough. It's disrespectful. <laughs> disrespectful. He, I mean, he's been Wolves's... Potentially their only shining light this season. Paul mm. Dent's had a, had a good yeah. couple of months, but Neto's been the one for them. Oh, what a player, man. Yeah. Oh, I want him. I want him. Do you remember that not, Superman? Not him personally, Neto. just connect to that. Th- thanks, Tanya, for clarifying. I want, I want him. him. <laughs> I want him. Uh, let's, let's move on. Um, we had another... Uh, I don't know. I don't know if it's entertaining. We had another game. Uh, West Brom versus Man United at the Hawthorns. Um <laughs> Man United took the lead. No, they didn't. West Brom <laughs> took the lead. Yeah, Diag- yeah very early on. <laughs> Diagne, was it like 90 seconds or something? Oh, um, no. See, Diagne, I'm not, sure. I'm not sure if he's good or not. Yeah, same. I was going to say, like, he's <laughs> nah, a bit... He's, he, he looks a nah, bit more. Like, he's he just, Benteke 2.0. Yeah, he's Benteke, yeah. He could be really good, but then he can be really, really bad. But it's only yeah. two games, so... But Lindelof... chances he had. Uh, two games? No, he's been playing for like uh, like a month now, three or four games now. Okay, no, well, I'm saying the play. chances he had in the game. No, I know. He had the second one, the, the one to win it, where he, he skied it over the bar. Uh, when he, the crying. one where he did um, Maguire. Yeah, and then he he didn't go for the header. I can't believe it. Like, oh yeah, so oh, t- it was a good recovery from um, De Gea, but he should have buried that. Yeah. But um, but let's talk about Lindelof for that first goal. <laughs> what a shambles! <laughs> Lindelof he was in front of Tanya, man. He's got... 
Why are you coming to me <laughs> today? What is this? <laughs> no, he, he, he did get... He got dominated in the air. And I, I like to see aerial jewels like that. I've seen a lot mm. of people say that was a foul. I don't think Firstly, it was a foul. Firstly, like, take, take off your... Take off the tribalism hat. I'm, I'm speaking to everyone and just look at the isolated incident. Mm. Foul or not. I don't think it's a foul. I think it was nah, both I mean... players like like jostling with each other. That's it. Mm. I really don't think it's a foul. In fact, I think that's excellent attacking play. Mm. How he's gone, how he's won the ball. He should have done proper... that for that chance, the chance where he he was a bit weak for the header. He should have gone as weak as strong know, as that. I, I I don't know if he was too confident that he had the time to just wait for the ball to come down. Uh, and then De Gea obviously came back. I don't know. I'm I'm just baffled no, he, by it. He slightly made like a bit of a limp attempt, like just the. That's what I'm saying. I don't know if he was too overconfident. And he's like, yeah, I've got bare time now. I'm just going to wait for the ball to sit on my head. Yeah. But, uh, or, or, sorry, just, or do you think there's an element of football has evolved and changed, whether you, for the better or not, whole different conversation. But do you think there was an element of he thought in his head, I just can't challenge the keeper here because if I do, mm. they'll give the keeper the foul. Yeah, but he didn't think like that for the first goal, did he? He just went in. Because <laughs> <laughs> Lindelof's a sick goalkeeper. <laughs> <laughs> um, we we talk about him every week, but he gives us a reason too. What a goal by Bruno! Oh, uh, yeah. and the assist that, yeah. from Shaw. What the hell, Shaw? Yeah. Listen, he, he's proven me wrong, mate. I can't lie. Massive he's turnaround. Massive, massive mm. turnaround. If you look, if... I, I, oh, go on, bro, Bruno. I don't. I, I just don't get him. I don't understand him. Like <laughs> the same way, I can't understand if Diagne is any good or not. Bruno. I know he's good, but you, if you is just it, watch the highlights, you think he's sick. If you watch the game, you think this guy is crazy. Like he, <laughs> he has no care for keeping possession. He just wants to do everything. Like I'm, I'm going to pick up the ball from seventy yards out, and I'm going to dribble seven players. And he thinks it's literally <laughs> playing FIFA. And I'm just like, without Pogba, they lose a lot of control. But Bruno, just watching him, I don't understand it. I just like, how are you so rubbish for the first? Like they said it, they go, oh, it was ordinary by Bruno's standards. No, it wasn't ordinary. It was chaotic. It was. <laughs> it was just kamikaze football but the thing is is that he keeps providing the numbers he does and he keeps bailing yeah. United out it's true every single time yeah you can't you, you simply can't deny that and the goal itself was oh, incredible was, the technique oh incredible. my god the technique what, what about what about when May United were 4-1 on the counter attack and, and the referee blew up just for oh, the yeah. time <laughs> If I, I was, was a Man so United player, I'd go spit in his face rather than get the red card. <laughs> did Did you see Bruno Fernandez storm off the pitch? Yeah. He oh was. Oh my god! He, he went Ray nuts. Did. He went oh, nuts. No. Karma. That happened to us. That happened. <laughs> yeah, to it us did. Yeah, it did. Six seconds to go. There were four one, four against one, in uh, <laughs> against West Brom. So that's four against zero. <laughs> but, <laughs> but do you know who the ref was? Craig Borson. Such an idiot, man. It doesn't uh, even matter who the ref is nowadays. They're all nah, but, no, but yeah, exactly. he, he's the king of the worst. Craig Porson <laughs> is awful. But um, Abdi, you were talking. You put um, AMN here. What would you uh, want to no, say? I about just want to say one thing. If Andy made a if you're listening, which I know you're probably not, <laughs> brother, please, please, brother. give up this fantasy of being a centre midfielder. Yeah, he's not. Just accept your calling as a fullback because he could be a really <laughs> good fullback. He could be a really good fullback, like a top quality yeah. Premier League fullback. But this fantasy of being a centre midfielder, he is too mm. nonchalant. Yeah, not, there's he, no intensity no. to his game, like for him to be a centre mid. Like he doesn't press, he does, he just kind of like floats around. 
Um, like he's cool on the ball. Yeah. Like, but but there's not there's not much to that. You could be cool on the ball yeah. at, at fullback. But like, listen, there's a difference to be like there's a difference in being cool on the ball in a West Brom side than cool on the ball in an Arsenal side. It's a lot easier to be cool on the ball and, and be silky with it in an Arsenal side. That's why I questioned his move to West Brom in the first but place anyway. Don't get it Mark, just on that point, don't Mark, th- think about this year. You want to play like Ainsley Maitland-Niles in your midfield against Liverpool. Like so, Arsenal. Listen, no, no, no. I, Arsenal I, I'm face, not, face I'm not Liverpool. out here. To face Arsenal tomorrow, would I want him in your midfield? No, what I'm saying is like, imagine. You probably, uh, yes, you would want him. You you would want <laughs> him against playing against Tottenham. Of course, I would. Yeah, no, Liverpool. no, Mark, Mark, listen, listen. You know how like Liverpool press, yeah, and they press with such intensity. You have Ainsley Maitland Niles playing in in centre midfield against you. Is a dream come true for your pressing game? Because he's not gonna he's not gonna press you, and when he gets the ball, he's gonna slow things down for yeah. the other team. So it's it's, it's a you dream. Guys, you know him so much more than me. <laughs> but from what I've seen, I probably agree. Didn't he have, correct me if I'm wrong, his best stint in an Arsenal shirt at right wing back? Yeah. 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 Well, wing back, just generally. So, left wing yeah. back, right wing back. I think uh, the, one of the reasons he probably went to West Brom was so that it could improve his intensity because you know he's going to have to be running without the ball for most of the game. Mm. But he I'm, just yeah. not got it. He's too, he's too. And the thing is as well, like, he's too. too I mean, I like him being composed on the ball, but he's a bit too composed sometimes. When you've got <laughs> pressing machines like Bruno against you, then you're just going to like, you know, I think the, on the ball the, a bit. I think the word you used was perfect, Debdi. It was nonchalant. He's nonchalant, too, too nonchalant. nonchalant. Uh, let's move on. Um, well, do you want uh, to talk about Maguire complaining? Maguire complains about everything. So what's new here? (laughs) The man complains about absolutely everything. I'm tired of this guy. Audacity for you to be a Man United player and complain about referee decisions when you had like 75 penalties this season. Yeah, he he made it come out as if they were the victims of some mad scandal. I saw someone on Twitter say, "I saw someone on Twitter say, roses are red, (laughs) the roof is on fire." Lindelof is shit and so is Maguire. I died laughing. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> um, but he, he does it every week, so I don't think it's anything anything new, to be honest. Um, but let's move on. Uh, Arsenal played Leeds um, at the Emirates, and it was a more interesting game than the first game because the first game ended 0-0, and the only incident really was a um, man like Pepe getting sent off. Um, so this game was, was very different. Odegaard started his first game, Aubameyang played up top, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think he played up top. Mm-hmm. And uh, he bagged a hat-trick. His first hat-trick in the Premier League. That, that I was surprised by, I'm not going to lie. His first hat-trick in the Premier Yeah, he, he scored loads of braces. Got like 60 braces or something. But then like he also um, he got a hat-trick in the Europa League as well. So he, this is the first Premier League hat-trick. I have to give big credit to Arteta when it comes to choosing that front four. Out front four was beautiful. It was Smith Rowe, Odegaard and Saka behind a Bamiyang. And I was just like, this is going to be toasty. Uh, I will give the caveat that Leeds are probably one of the worst defensive sides. Oh, my God. Well, they not probably. Honestly, people need to stop <laughs> praising Leeds. I'm sped up a bit now. Oh, there's another, there's another agenda up. here. Yeah. yeah. The, no, the, the praising, I think, is definitely a bit too much. But you can't knock the fact that they are probably comfortably staying in the league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Anyway, yeah, Abdi, yeah, Um, I will say this. I, I say probably worse. They're, they're only behind West Brom in terms of goals conceded. 
And West Brom have conceded 55, go- 55 goals in 24 games, which is an absolute disgrace. But uh, Leeds, <laughs> I mean, Leeds, they didn't have Calvin Phillips. They're playing this guy, Stroik, as a centre <laughs> centre back playing holding midfield. And no one else was helping him. Like, he was literally playing. He's a centre back playing holding midfield. And he was the only <laughs> midfielder in the team for them. But even as, even as a centre back, he's a bit questionable. Yeah, he's not good. Um, he's not good at all. I've seen, like, the game against Man United, I think was when it was his first start. You know the game they lost yeah, 6-1? yeah. He was horrendous in that game. He's a mess. He's a mess. Um, and then they're, they're like, they don't really press very, like, uh, def- when they're defending. They've got one gear for pressing when they're, well, I mean, going forward and then defensive wise, they leave a lot of room <laughs> for us. Uh, no, but the thing about the reason why they don't press is because the style they play is man marking. So every player has their designated player mm. that they mark. They don't, they don't cover space on the pitch. They just follow the man, which is why if, if your fullback goes up, then uh, their winger has to track him back, which leaves space in behind. Yeah. Um, which is what a lot of teams have done to exploit weeds. Uh, weeds. 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 <laughs> exploit <laughs> weeds. Uh, well, there you go. Uh, I feel. I feel like um, when I looked at the start eleven, like the front four, beautiful. I was so happy. I was like, yes, Saka, Smithrow, Odegaard behind a Bamiyang. I love it. Tobias is back in. Um, no, there was no party in Tierney, obviously. But um, I looked at the back four, and we had what um, Bellerin again. Then we had um, David Luiz back in and Cedric, and I wanted to vomit. So it was like a balance, in it? I was really excited at the front <laughs> four, and in the back four, I wanted to vomit. So, But I thought Gabriel had a great game. <laughs> David Luiz, I don't know who he thinks he is yet, but you don't have that much time in the ball. Like, you're, you, it's the Premier League. This isn't the Brazilian league, bruv. Sorry, Junior. Hey, <laughs> I mean, hey, hey. I mean, you could, it's not where, it's not a league. You're not playing Power League, man. This isn't where you could do what you want, bro. This is intense Premier League football, yeah? He's a centre-back, yeah, and he gave the ball away 21 times. You're centre-back, yeah. yeah? You're not... It's not It's not your play... You're not playing a number 10 or you're not playing winger. You're mm. a centre-back and you gave the ball away me, 21 times. Can I, can I ask a quick question? Because obviously, I didn't... I, I caught bits and bobs of this game. Do you think the reason behind... Yeah. Obviously, 21 times is a lot for a centre-back. Yeah. It's a lot. Um, but obviously, he's known and quite famed for his... Pretty accurate long diagonal balls. Oh, were there mate. a lot of failed attempts there? Mate, or was it just he went into overdrive. He went into overdrive with the long balls. So many times the ball boys are running all around the pitch trying to get David Luiz's <laughs> long passes. The, the, um, the thing is, I think the reason for like this game is like I think a lot of those came in the second half. We invited a lot of pressure on ourselves yeah. because once we were in like four-nil up, we were complete control of the game, like complete domination. Leeds weren't. They weren't creating a lot. No, um, not at all. And, I've, and then once they got the first goal, which was from the corner, Leeds, it seemed like they got the impetus. And then I don't know what goes through David Luiz's mind where he's like, all right, now I'm just going to start playing these long balls. And just like, <laughs> we were just giving the ball back to them. He was them. taking a piss. He was taking a piss. And then um, for, the, for their first goal, yeah, <laughs> I don't know whose decision it was to have Saka mark their, their tallest player. <laughs> and then David Luiz is marking fresh air and gets absolutely bombarded for that, for their goal. Uh, but, and then Destroyed. we just went, it was careless. We are 4-1 up. You think, yeah, all right, stick on someone like Pepe, who's had good, decent form recently. Stick on Martinelli. We're 4-1 up. He can get a goal. They're open at the back. No, bring on Willian. Yeah, Martinelli. Who, Willian had 10 touches. First of all, you're attacking player and you have 10 touches in the game, yeah, where you, the midfielders are getting so much space. And he gave, the boy, gave away the ball five times in 10 touches, yeah. <laughs> so, William came on. I don't know. Honestly, I do not know what Arteta is seeing. Wait, not... can I ask a 
about Willian? Is cause, is there a thing in, in a player's contract where they have to play? Do you think that's? I wouldn't be surprised. Like his agent is that agent, that shady agent, Jarabchin, who's the one who's like you know he's got he's Cedric and David Luiz's agent, all these guys. Um, oh, I think yeah, he texts Arteta. He's like, yo, bring on, bring on Willian. <laughs> or Willian has given Arteta like um, a year's membership at his restaurant. Because I can't understand it. Like, how do you not see that this one player is coming on every single time and he's affecting the game in a negative way? A substitute is meant to impact in a positive way. Yeah. Even bringing on someone, he even brought on because we wouldn't have we were losing control in second half. So he even brought on El Nenny. So, but even then, El Nenny was helping us by pressing and keeping the ball. And even though we know El Nenny's not the best of players, but um, he brought on Willian, and every single time he touches the ball, he's affecting the game negatively, and he's affecting like our results. He was to th- bring on William. We were actually at risk of, of capitulating. <laughs> I think um, I, I agree. I don't. I don't disagree with Abdi. And I know the listeners might be like, "Wow, these two last two pods they've been agreeing with each other, crazy." But um, I, I do think uh, it goes back to something we said last time. It's like Arteta is desperate for this William thing to make sense, and it just doesn't make sense. So why is he but, not desperate? I agree with you 100. percent Why is he not desperate for? Martinelli to hit form. Why is he not desperate for? I don't Pepe know. I can't answer that. It's just. Mm. I think, Can I ask you guys a question? I, I, I think he is desperate for Pepe, and I think we have seen improvements more so over the last five, six games with Pepe. Mm. But the Martinelli thing, it I don't get it at all. Like at all, it just doesn't make like he brought him in for Chelsea. He had those three games. He got injured again. Um, in the warm-up against Newcastle in the FA Cup. And then we just haven't seen him. He, and, he started against Man United and then he took him off half-time. Yeah, but... Yeah, exactly. And But we just haven't seen him, like... I don't know if he's got... He's still got injuries, niggle. Yeah. I when, don't know what it is. When you... Because the first time he came back from the real long-term injury, mm-hmm. he was mm-hmm. he was chucked back in. And he, looked, away. he looked at it straight away. Yeah. Like, he was he so, well, so then do you think there's an element of... Arteta maybe thinks, all right, I did chuck him in. That then led to the next injury. This time, I'm going to be a bit more careful. Uh, the only thing I think, the, the only thing I can think of is he's he sees Martinelli as an alternative to Aubameyang, and he's always going to ping Aubameyang every day because he's the captain, isn't it? And he's the best player. So, go on, time to say that question. Yeah, no. Um, I know we've probably asked this already, but like. What do you want this season now? Because I can't lie. I think Arsenal have massively improved. Like, there were moments in that game where I was like, damn, Arsenal look scary because the chances you're creating and the way you're playing, it's very aggressive now. You're creating chances. Do you do you think you could go find the Europa League? Do you think you could maybe still get top four? Because, I don't know, this season's magina. I actually think maybe you could get top four. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If we beat Wolves and Villa, we'd be up there. The if we beat Wolves and Villa, we'd be up there in contention, but we didn't. So I, 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 said it, I, I said it last week. I think if we win the Europa League, it's a miracle. Mm-hmm. I honestly believe that because... Um, think, but I don't know now. Yeah, you know, I don't know because now. You, you say that, Tanya, but we've had these moments before. You know, we started the season well. Then we went on this massive dip. Then we beat Chelsea and everyone's like, oh, you know, Arsenal are back. Even you said it, Arsenal are back. And then we go through <laughs> another thing. And also, it's just, it's let's the same not forget. Thing. And we still have, wait, hold on. Yeah. We still have the same players mm. who will be making the same mistakes. I can see us getting to the quarterfinal of the Europa League and then David Luiz gets sent off again. I, I oh. can just see it happening. It's, it's, Why are you going to do that, bro? Are you sorry. Do that to us? <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, and also, Mark, Mark actually pointed out 
and he, he was very adamant for us to mention it in the group because he's a hater. Oh. But um, he said, <laughs> he said, um, look at the next couple of fixtures we've got. It's actually mad. Like oh, we've yeah. got yeah. Benfica, Man City, Benfica, Leicester. We've got West Ham some point, Burnley away, Liverpool, Tottenham. Yeah, that's what I said a couple of weeks ago. He's grinning. Look you at see, him. Mark, Mark, Mark put his video back on just to laugh at us. I'm not, no, no, hold on, hold on. Mark He's grinning. Do you want to know why I come back straight away? He was I've, grinning. I've, you put me in now. Man said I put it in the chat because I'm a hater. I just wanted to. I just wanted to put the fixtures out in front of you and just. Just have a look. No, Mark is clever, you know, because he knows the listeners can't see his face when he's putting when he's talking. Yeah, so. it's true. It's true. Anyway, let's move on. Just one last thing on the game, yeah? Yeah. It's no, rare. wait, wait. Mark, wait, wait, yeah. No, I was ready for you. I feel like I was in suspense there. You took it's, a big breath. No, no, I, no, I was going to say, it's I was rare. So what? Who's going to talk? It's going to be me or you, bro. I'm actually... Uh, <laughs> should we just take this outside? <laughs> yeah, I, I, all I was going to say is that the, the, the fixtures for for someone like me who's not an Arsenal fan who could can actually enjoy those games because it will uh-huh. be different for you. It, it, will be, it will be quite... It will be good to see where you go because like Tanya said, there's no denying you guys are looking... Particularly, and I think you have you won your last six. No, we've won our no. last one <laughs> in the last six. All right, no, before okay, so before you lost, you went on a, on a decent run, but yeah, yeah, all in all, you're looking like a better football yeah, team now you than you did three months yeah, yeah, ago 100%. Definitely. That's why, but sorry, go on, Abdi, we've, we've got there in the end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, it's yeah, it's one of those ones where people people say, "Oh, it's going to be good for the neutrals." And you say, "Oh yeah, we're the neutrals." Tell them I can't punch me in the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. I've got a bad feeling. You've turned a corner. No, 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 really no, 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 no. But the point I want to make—we're going to get smacked against City. Point, it's just yeah, be exactly. Disgusting. We are playing City next. Let's remember. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the point I want to make here is it's rare that a 19-year-old has come into the team for about a year and a half ago, and he's already the best player that's ever played football. <laughs> Honestly, Saka just amazes me every time I watch him. I, 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 you talk, I, I do love him. Yeah. Yeah, no. you talk about he Messi. is quality. Uh, well, no, Messi, Messi is the black Saka. <laughs> the white Saka. The black, the black Saka. <laughs> the white Saka. Oh, I was mad confused. No. Uh, bro, he is just, he, he just, he, he amazes me every single time I watch him. He just gets better. It's, like, it's weird watching a guy here mm. yeah, who within the game, he, you see him improving. Not just over a couple games, right. even A game. You see, he's better than he was the minute before. <laughs> he's just amazing, bro. I've got a quick question for you. And I'm sorry to even pitch this question. Mm. But because, listen, this guy, if he's not there already, a year or two he will be in terms of being world-class. Saka is quality. Yeah. Where do you see, so let's say he's 24, 25 now and you, you've got into the Champions League once maybe or twice or you consistently That's so rude, qualify bro. <laughs> yeah, well, what once. Is the, what's the <laughs> once or twice in three years for That's a, decent. you haven't been in it for three or yeah, four true, years true, anyway That's so but my point is what like, what is like what is where do you see Saka in the future do you see him at Arsenal for a long time do you see Arsenal matching his ambitions vice versa what I, bl- you, like, I bloody what hope so. That's a good or point. Or just enjoying it now. No, I bloody hope so. <laughs> exactly. I hope he stays there for like ever. But like, like I get 100% why you're asking because if Arsenal don't match his ambition of playing Champions League and competing for titles, then there could be like, his head could be turned. Um, but I see him kind of like a Harry Kane situation. Obviously, mm, it's he a loves bit the different. club. 
He loves the club. He's he's a supporter. He's grown up. Yeah, he's Arsenal. like Harry Kane. He's supported Arsenal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but you, you see the lo- the loyalty of, of of Kane to Spurs, and I'd hope to see that same kind of loyalty from Saka, where he wants the club to progress. Mm. He obviously believes in what Arteta is doing because he wouldn't have signed a new contract um, otherwise. And I just hope that I, I could we always talk about next season, but I just hope next season we can actually start progressing this plan that Arteta mm. has um, to get us back where yeah. I think we should be. You know, like basketball mm, players, yeah. yeah. And you I know, just how, think... like basketball fans, they will like follow LeBron somewhere. They will follow. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm telling you, I'm I'm, hit, I'm putting like my support behind Saka wherever he goes. I go. <laughs> I'm there. <laughs> Oh my god! My dedication in football is Osaka. What What was you going to say, Mark? Um, I can't even remember. But I have the, I, I, I don't, I don't think I've love an individual as much as Saka. I have to. I got to put that out there. He's you know, changed my he's life. Broken. He's changed my life. I think. <laughs> <laughs> he's changed my life. He's changed my life. What oh, he did dear. to Alioski, like you, you thought, what Sterling did to um Ben Davis was bad. <laughs> Alioski fouled, fouled him about three times in a row, yeah. And you know when the referee didn't give the penalty, the first one, which is a joke yeah. of a decision, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> it was like that Michael Jordan meme. And I took that personally. And that's what Saturday <laughs> did. He got up and did that. I just find it funny, yeah, because I've, what I've noticed is that teams are now being more aggressive when they mark Saka. Like, Aston Villa basically kicked him off the park and Leeds tried a similar, um, similar thing. But anyway, let's move on because we still got... A lot to talk about, and time is running short. Everton versus Fulham. 2-0 Fulham, away from home. Big result for them. Come uh, on, Scott Parker. I'm rooting for him, man. Man I like Josh so Madger. <laughs> yes. Big Josh. You know yeah. what? I, I still, I, I've been saying it for so long. I still haven't watched Sunderland until I die, but he's you need a to. legend of that series. You, you yeah, need I've to, heard. yeah. I like the fact that he came in this game and he showed what he's about because they really made him out to look badly. In that yeah, Sunday to I die because I watched it all, and the owners are such a yadar, bruv. And he was just like the way he the way he made Major seem like a money grabber, and his uh, agents look so bad. And now he's back in the Premier League, yeah, and he's looking really good. And that back was in the Premier League, mm. he wasn't in the Premier League. Oh yeah, exactly. I guess so. Back That's in England, true. I guess. Right. I got but, a quick question for you then. Yeah, Wait, no, I was just gonna say um, like he went from League One, and now he's in the Premier League, which shows that Sunderland really should have just. Just made them give him the money, bruv. You you would have been mm. anyway. Sorry, Mark, go. Yeah, I was I was gonna say, um, Fulham. They they've look they're actually looking like they they're playing decent football. They got the results to show for it on the weekends. They don't always get the results to show for it, but they are a much improved team from the start of the season. I agree. Do you think they and when I say they, I mean Fulham, West Brom, hmm, Sheffield, <laughs> uh, Sheffield United as well. But really down. do you think they've left it too late? Do we do we know who's been renegated already? I, I think... wish Fulham could could stay in the Premier League than Newcastle. I know we'll get onto them, yeah, but goodness me, they are Seven absolutely lot, terrible. Though. But it's the like, the, yeah. yeah, it's too far. I really, too I late. Think... Abdi, on that point, if you tell me, yeah, who is more likely to get points, Fulham or Newcastle? At this point, yeah, I'm saying Fulham because mm. Newcastle. They fair enough. They beat Southampton, but they look so open. Mm. They don't look like scoring goals. So it's just and so bad. It's it's a Newcastle side now bereft of their best player. In fact, the player Adam's probably the one player who has them in the position that they're in, which is literally one outside mm. the relegation spots. Callum Wilson. 
I agree. for six weeks. So it's not looking good for Newcastle. But yeah, my worry is that Fulham might have left it slightly too late. Yeah. But, I mean, not in the Premier League. There's still half a season to go. So. Yeah, I was just going to say, Fulham also have a game in hand on Newcastle. And their goal difference is better, is better than Newcastle. Ooh. I just well, say, so... just in Newcastle's defence... <laughs> They also All right, Sean Dice. We're not to talk about Lowen's goal, mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, <laughs> what's his name? Uh, Newcastle also beat Everton two 0 away, so I feel yeah, like that's true. We... But um, uh, we're we're talking more about performance and who looks more likely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and Fulham do they do play good football. Whereas Newcastle don't. And Newcastle rarely create chances. Whereas Fulham, in every game I've seen them play, they may not be in the game a lot, but they do create more chances than Newcastle. Fulham went and picked up some mm. sick Nigerians, man. Honestly, that first goal <laughs> they scored was made in Nigeria. It was Lukman to Aina to, um, to, uh, to Maja. And then also we've got yeah. a toast in at the back as well. Like, yeah. But that ginger one in midfield, what's his name? Um, Reed. Harrison Reed. He, Harrison was, Reed. Sick. Yeah. he was sick. He, we played really well. Southampton um, uh, uh, youth player. He's yeah. really yeah. good, yeah. Uh, let's move on because uh, time is of the essence. Uh, like I said before, we've got West Ham. who won 3-0 against Sheffield United. And in my opinion, killed Sheffield United's momentum that they were building with a couple of results. Mm. Um, and Big I just, up, right? And I just sorry, think sorry. I just think it's done, in my opinion. J- David Moyes, right? This is This is my whole point of man management and coaching what he's doing with West Ham at the minute I think he deserves massive massive credit because obviously look I don't mean to be salty but I look at West Ham's team is it as good as what the table says in my opinion mm-hmm. no I agree I just think David Moyes is smashing it and big up Jay Lings if I can do the is it this is no, it this celebration wow. I'm trying to do oh. well the listeners <laughs> can't see what you're both doing and <laughs> Tanya did it horrifically so so <laughs> well, let's let's try and explain. I think Junior Jesse Lingard does a variation with two of his fingers poking out. Yeah, I think yeah. Tanya just tried it and had six. She fingers did the she did, yeah. she did the rock the rock the rock star one. Then, <laughs> <laughs> um, now I agree, Tanya, and obviously we've come on here before and we've praised David Moyes a lot, but you have to say the work he's done with because you think about it, yeah. Um, last season. Pellegrini spent a lot of money and everyone was going, West Ham are going to finish in the Europa League spots. So or that's what they should be pushing for. And it went horrendously wrong. And they fired him. They brought in David Moyes because West Ham were in a relegation battle. And they brought him in to mm-hmm. keep them safe. And credit to the West Ham board, they have kept this trust in him. He's stayed there because they, they didn't know if he was going to stay past the summer. They gave him um, a short-term contract. And Tanya's completely right. The way he's got these players performing, it reminds me of, 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 of when he used to manage Everton. Like, mm. his Everton, Everton team wasn't, like, the, the best team. Mm-hmm. It just it knew how to perform. The players yeah. fit in, in the He improved the bag that, of players, didn't it? Yeah, he improved the bag of players, and they just knew how to play his system. So, he, like, if one player left, he'd go buy the carbon copy of that player... And it would just fit into that team. You, you talk about Pina, you talk about um, the other wide players that they had and all this, Arteta, Cahill, Leon uh, Fellaini, Leon Osman. And, and it's just, they just kept performing. Mm. And it's just the same with West Ham. Um, obviously, he's added Suchek, who's, no one expected Suchek to be getting all these goals. Mm-hmm. Um, Kufal, so, Sufal, yeah. no one talks about Sufal. 
And mm. is there a right I back? I think the one that you give, you give the most credit to is Craig Dawson. I Craig Dawson. He's sick. And oh, also, there's been... another one who doesn't get credit is Ogbonna. Because like, if you think about it, yeah, yeah. Ogbonna's been there for about six, seven years now. And how many centre-backs have West Ham brought in? They probably brought in every centre-back that's yeah. ever played football since then. And he's outlasted <laughs> all of them. And he keeps getting into the team. So I will... Mm-hmm. You also have to say, like... Um, the Because we... Because you you brought up Craig Dawson, you, you forget that he was injured for the majority of the season. He only yeah. made his debut in January, so like, th- so he's he actually managed to do this without Craig Dawson as yeah. well, who, as you said, has been performing really well. Then you you talk about um, Ben Rama, who they brought on loan. They they made it a permanent mm. signing. They got Jesse Lingard yeah, on loan, Lingard and every. Sick. Everyone's kind of like, Honestly. oh come on, Jesse Lingard, but he come in, scored two goals, he, he did the penalty. I'm eating my words. I tweeted it yesterday. I I'm saw. looking at Stealing God, Jen. I'm like, you know what? I don't know if we missed the <laughs> why, boat, you know, because he's why on earth, dangerous. Why on earth was that Sheffield United centre about not sent off? That's, he yeah. assaulted him from behind when he was about to score. <laughs> like, he'd be, yeah. that was, that'd be less of a foul if he shot him in the face. <laughs> Good riddance to Sheffield uh, United. As far yeah, as I think I think it's done now. I think <laughs> they had a little mini resurgence, and then I think that's it now for me. But uh, let's move on because we still have uh, the last game, which is Chelsea versus Newcastle. Oh, uh, that make me sick! I'm Chelsea. literally gonna hurl if I talk about Chelsea. I have a si- sickening hatred for Chelsea, like to the point where my blood boils <laughs> when they win. Mark, <laughs> let, let, let's me and you take this one because uh, <laughs> uh, the Chelsea listeners are not going to like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I didn't expect Newcastle to provide anything at all, in my opinion. I, I just, it was what Completely I expected. Insane. It's what I expected. Chelsea mm-hmm. kept the ball. They looked really comfortable. They created about 7 billion chances. Um, <laughs> Timo Werner had about 6 billion of those. And he and he's broken his, his, his um, non-scoring drought. So... Mm-hmm. Well done. I felt happy for him. I felt happy for him. I saw I'm your like, tweet, Tanya. She was like, "Oh, look at his little face." <laughs> no, I think I think that's one. I think it's a draw and four wins are as his first five games yeah. in that order wow. as well. So it started with the draw, obviously, and then they've won every game since. So if you're a Chelsea fan, you're probably buzzing. Top four, top four is back on the cards. Yeah, it's a lot. It's looking better. Especially table wise, than it was a month ago. Oh, yeah, Liverpool are sick, aren't they? I can't believe that. Huh? <laughs> Liverpool are sick, aren't they? That was so random. Did someone just, did someone just say something? <laughs> <laughs> that was just out of the blue. What the hell? <laughs> Mark, Mark. Yeah, no, God, God. Yeah. I'll say it. I'll still on 10th, yeah, so. Yeah, no, you're I wasn't playing. even going to say it. I wasn't even going to say it. Tanya, don't talk. You're, you're not that far ahead of us. <laughs> well, yeah, there's that. There's that. <laughs> um, no, but. Like Mark was saying, if you're a Chelsea fan, you're buzzing because you're not conceding goals. You're not. You're barely conceding chances at this point. And um, for Timo Werner, it, let's be honest. We've seen strikers go on these mad droughts, and all it takes is a scruffy goal to set yeah. you on on some sort of run. But someone, we still have someone to see on Twitter it. was calling it a bicycle goal. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Some shame, bro. He fell on the floor <laughs> and toe poked it from a yard. An empty goal. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no. Uh, if you're why a Chelsea he, fan, why does happy. why does Tuchel pick all these rubbish players and manage to play them well? Like, why is Christensen and and um, it, Alonso and, and Kepa? Why did Kepa nice. back out? But Kepa, o- you know, 
also, you have to remember, it is, firstly, it is Newcastle. But two, what Mark has been saying for a while, what we all kind of agreed mm. with, is that Chelsea never had any structure before. There, there was no way of playing. Mm. And now it seems like they do. And when players get information, because in that um, Athletic article, they, were, they said that players used to complain that Frank Lampard never used to give them any information. It was just kind of like, go out and play. But I... Wow. They said Tuchel was like... Um, Guardiola is like a professor so my guy's just you know giving them lots of information so mm. as a player I feel like they benefit if they get a lot of information they can do their job mm. better um, and it seems that it, it is what it is you know Chelsea are performing better um, I would like to Bale. see them against Man City or Liverpool mm. and United or a, a top team I know they faced yeah. Tottenham but Tottenham went really the sideways mm. with that one but I would like to see it against a big team. See if the position right. is the same, if, if the intensity is the same. Because it's it's too nicey nice from Chelsea. They they just keep the ball and then they tie the the opposition down and, and win two 0 Yeah, I just, I I just wanted, to, right I just now, wanted yeah. to fast forward to um to sure getting to a point where he's fighting with everyone and getting sacked. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's improved things and I don't like the fact that Chelsea look completely way better than they did when they were under Lampard now and then the fact that now Chelsea are actually playing well. Like but, I said, I just I just can't stand it. I, I just hate him so much. It doesn't surprise <laughs> it doesn't surprise me though, because Chelsea never had bad players. They've got an amazing yeah. squad. Yeah, he just needed the right manager to put them all together. Mm. But yeah. It hurts me. It breaks my heart. And um, yeah, can we move on now, please? Yeah, let's move on. Um, just before we go into Abdi's <laughs> ominous opinion segment, um, just want to do Man of the Week really quickly. Um, shout out Phil Foden, who won Man of the Week last week. He well did. deserved. Is that, is that another victory for me, yeah? This isn't a competition. <laughs> I don't understand. Um, I'm just saying, I'm on the roll. The only reason why on Instagram it's, it's a tick if you get the, the thing right is because they don't have a poll where you can put like multiple. You can only get two. So I put it in the quiz thing, but the, the green tick doesn't mean anything. Um, so yeah, so Phil Foden won last week. Shouts out to him. Um, I'm going to go... Wait, let, I'm going to go with Aubameyang before anyone takes my one. Oh yeah, one. that's a good one. For the hat trick. Um, I know Abdi's too quick sometimes, <laughs> so I'm just going to start with Aubameyang. Hat trick. Three points. Come on. Abdi? I'll go Harvey Bonds. Good yeah. job. Good one. He looked good. Oh, I'll just jump in quickly. I'm going to I'm gonna go Pedro Neto. Cool. Oh, I've got a different one. Yay, that makes it easy. I'm going to go with the the Fulham guy. Maja, whatever. It is. Yeah, Josh Maja, yeah. Oh, sorry. Um, yeah, and also, also, shout out to Johnston for a, a top performance, um, I guess. Um, and um, shout out to Saka mm. for being the best player to ever play football. <laughs> <laughs> okay um so cool man of the week out of the way quickly abdi go on with yourself all right guys welcome to the inaugural edition w- welcome welcome <laughs> to the inaugural edition of the opinion segment so i'm just gonna ask the team uh just a couple questions i've got two sections one is called the the name your favorite and then the section section is the rank so the, the section section the section, section. Oh, I'm, never, I'm never prepared for these the section honestly. section all right, guys, yeah, have a good one. Yeah, I'm taking, I'm off now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the second section is the is rankings. So, all right, cool. So, Junior, I'm going to start with you. I want all you right. to name your first ever favorite player. Ian Wright. Okay, and uh, your favorite, the favorite player currently playing for your team. Saka. Yeah, he's a good man there. And <laughs> a favorite player to never play for your team. Uh, R nine. 
no, no, no. I want a current player who's never played for your team. Oh, a current player who's never played for my team. Yeah. Why are you making it so difficult? Yeah. Uh, my, I can't lie, but I've got my answer isn't a current player either. Well, then, uh, too late. Oh, I've got, I've got uh, a current player, uh, favorite player to never play. You can't say Messi. My team. Uh, or Mbappe. Or Neymar. Or Mbappe. Go on, I'm joking. Go on, Mbappe. And then, what's your, who's your favorite player of all time? Thierry Henry. No, good ones, good ones. Good, good all around. Um, I'm going to come to you next, Mark. Who cool. is your first ever favorite player? Uh, I mean, officially, when I was a little, little boy, it was Michael Owen, but. Stevie G was when I really started to understood football. Okay. Stevie G, understanding. Okay. Michael Owen, it is. Interesting, <laughs> interesting, interesting that Mark's favourite ever player is a Man United legend. So. Uh, well, you're moving, man. <laughs> favourite player currently playing for your team? Virgil van Dijk. Virgil van Dijk. Uh, favourite player to never play for your team? See, it was Kaka, probably, or Zidane. Uh, but you've asked me to modernise it. So. Current, yeah. Current. Um, I mean, that's that's. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, to be honest, I don't really know modern player. Let's go with Haaland. Ooh, interesting. Okay, cool. Man, just wishing it into existence. Is that what you're doing? Yeah, pretty, <laughs> much. pretty much. And who's your favorite player of all time? I think I know this one. Steven Gerrard. Steven Gerrard. Interested. Interesting. Standard. Tanya, coming to you next. Um, who's your first? Who's your first ever favorite player? Yeah, that's easy because I said this before because I've not been watching football for that long. Um, yeah. But Gareth Bell is like my first memory. How how they seen him? All right, all right, all right. Uh, <laughs> Who's your favourite player that's currently playing for your team? Um, it has to be Son. Son, but currently he's not in the best form at the moment. Favourite anyway. pl- player to never play for your team, current player? Kevin De Bruyne. Oh, interesting. I was gonna say Jack Grealish, but like that's for other reasons. I was to be real I was, say. I was legit expecting just to hear a, Jack Grealish. He said Kevin the Bruyne. Just just a random question. Do you like um Charlie Adam, for example? Or just Where's Hulahan? <laughs> I leave Where's Hulahan alone, man. Sorry, He's up sorry. in Scotland just the doing Bel- his thing. The Belgian Jelfi Sigurdsson. Um and who's your favourite player of all time, Tony? Again, I've not been watching football for that well, long. Uh, Favourite football player of all time. Can I say a Tottenham player? That's so bad, isn't it? Yeah, go no, on. I mean, um, my one was an to- uh, Arsenal player. Yeah, but there's no such thing as a legend in Tottenham. <laughs> it's always from the same era of like Robbie Keane, Jermaine Defoe and Van der Bop. That's like my, my memories of football. So I'm going to go Robbie Keane, which wow. is probably laughable to some so people. So we've got, we've got Stevie say, G, Thierry Henry and Robbie Keane. One does not fit the other two. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> and what about you, Abdi? What about you? My first know. ever favorite player is Saka. My favorite current player huh? is Saka. Um, <laughs> I'm joking. No, my first ever favorite player is obviously Thierry Henry. Um, current player, obviously Saka. I mean, that's no no, no brainer. Favorite player to never play for you? I'll go for Modric. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Quality player, obviously. Mm. And favorite player of all time is Zinedine Zidane. All right. You know, so- Mark, you know Mark. Uh, when when Abdi changed it to current player. I nearly went Steven Gerrard, but I was like, oh, yeah, he's... he's <laughs> I nearly, I was like, oh, Steven Gerrard, but yeah. Anyway. Yeah, Steven Gerrard. Steven, Steven Gerrard so, watches videos so of Saka, bro. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say, Tanya? No, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry. All right. I was just going to say, like, it's easy, like, I wish I could say these players like Zidane, but I've, I've never seen them play. 
That's fair. That's, 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 I mean, that's Zidane, Zidane, you got, you Robbie Keane, it's the same, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> you got to think, though, Tanya, in 10 years' time, all the players you're watching now will be... Yeah. It's like, we, we, like we're talking about Stevie G, all of these, but... So it's all, it's all big, like, learning. Yeah, same. yeah it's, you're it's, just... It doesn't stop. Messi, yeah. you're, you're, building, you're, bu- you're building your football index. It's, Messi, it's, like, what do you know about All of these guys, back in, so you know. back in the day. No, I mean, in, in the future, <laughs> you're just going to be talking about all these players, like Mbappe and Neymar and Saka and all these guys. Who <laughs> Saka. Aggressive <laughs> players. Oh, my God. that joke. Like, hey, you guys are going to shut up, man. I was just like, all right, cool. <laughs> Let me get to it. All right, now we're going to do the ranking, yeah? So I've got a bunch of players. You guys are just going to rank it. You're gonna coll- I'm not going to ask you each individually, but you collectively come to. All right, so we've got... First one I've got is strikers. Kane, Lewandowski, Aguero, and Aubameyang. Rank them from one to four. Wait, so we've got Kane, Lewandowski... Aguero, and Aubameyang. Yeah. Can I just say, man... I'm- Listen, this isn't a slant on anyone's capability as a footballer. I'm going to go Lewandowski, Kane, Aguero, Aubameyang. That's fair. Yeah. Well, are we, are we supposed gonna... to agree? I mean, go on. You can say yours. That's why I had. Yeah. Do you know where I'm confused? It's I'm trying to pick between Aguero and Kane for second. And then I agree with your order. I'm because gonna go with... as much as I love Kane, you have to base it on like trophies and stuff as well. Oh, if you base it on trophies, then Kane's at the bottom, isn't it? Listen, if Abdi was asking no, about true. a team, Tanya, base it on trophies. Mm. I don't like... We're, we're talking about the individual player. Like, forget mm. trophies. Just think about yeah. what's your preference as a player. And, and... Well, I'm... you know what? Kane, Lewandowski, Aguero and Aubameyang. All right, I tell you about everything I just said. <laughs> that was so aggressive. That was so aggressive. <laughs> no, Tanya, do, do, say it with your chest, innit? I uh, I'm gonna go with uh, Lewandowski, Kane, Aguero, Bamiang. Mm, interesting. Oh, I go with I go Bamiang first, and whatever about the rest of it. So <laughs> <laughs> next one is young English prospects. So we've got Ooh. Greenwood, Hudson Odoi, Foden, and Saka. And just behave yourselves is what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, can I can I go? I know yeah. This, yeah, yeah. we're probably all going to be a bit different here again, but for me. Uh, we can't hear so your right. audio yeah. just went mad, bro. We can't hear anything yeah. you just said. It was like from a different well, different phone. We can't hear you. We can't all. hear you, bro. <laughs> all right, time to you go, Mark. You sort yourself out, bro. So, um, for <laughs> me, it's got to be Bowden, Saka, mm-hmm. Greenwood, then Hudson Doyle. Junior, that's mine. I think it has to be. Uh, oh man, oh, it has to be Foden, Saka, but it's really close. Um, mm, it's close. Uh, Foden, Saka, uh, Hudson, Adoy, and uh, Greenwood. Okay, well, I'll go with Saka and the rest in wash his boots. No, I'm just kidding. No. Um, <laughs> Foden, obviously, Foden's number one. Then we go Saka, number two. Then I got Hudson, Adoy, and then Greenwood bottom. So that's what I said. Oh, sorry, I didn't hear what you said. I wasn't yeah. listening. <laughs> oh wow, thanks, thanks. Abby. I was like Mark. I wasn't listening. Are you, are you, are you back, Mark? Back, Mark's back. Back, back, Mark. Mark's back. What, Tanya? Are you all right? Are you having a tough time? <laughs> she said Mark's back. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> all right, okay. While well, Mark sorts again. himself out, yeah, we're gonna move on to the next one. Bro, him sorting himself out sounds wrong, bro. Stop saying that. <laughs> yeah. All right, that that was mad. I'm back. I'm here. I'm sorted. All right. God, what's your what's <laughs> 
Wow. I'm glad wow. I'm glad that you're sorted, Mark. What's your what's your ranking, Mark? <laughs> no, brother, I told you to sort yourself out. We can't hear you. <laughs> yeah, we still can't hear. What's going on with these all? Oh, Mark. Oh, yeah. All right, cool. Oh. Um, what, I, what I think Mark was gonna say is Saka, 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 Saka. That's fair, yeah, Mark, and Saka, I agree. Yeah, I agree yeah. with you, Mark. Yeah, you know it's fair. <laughs> all right, we've got goalkeepers now. I've got Oblak, Neuer, Edison, and Allison. What are we saying? Wait, is Mark back? Mark, say uh, something. I'm back now. Yeah, he's back. I thought, so could you not hear me when I, I, no. I said my order? Sorry, I said it no. with chest as well. Um, <laughs> I said Foden, Saka, Greenwood, Hudson, Adoya. Cool. Okay. We got that now. Not the same as Tanya. Yeah, you're like me, Mark. All right, so I said goalkeepers. Great minds. We've got Oblak, Neuer, Allison, and Edison. We're going to have to start moving a bit quicker now. Uh, oh, I don't watch the other two goalkeepers that much. I'm going to go with Alisson, Oblak, Edison. No, wait, wait, wait. Hold on now. I'm moving mad. Um, I'm going to go with Neuer, Alisson, Oblak, Edison. Wait, what? Did I say that right? Yeah. I mean, you said okay. four names. I don't know what order you meant. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. So Neuer, Alisson, Oblak, Edison. All right. And Tans? Um, just Alisson. Okay. <laughs> and Mark? Fair. That's actually mad tough. Um, I think I'll go... Ah, interesting. Uh, Neuer, Allison, Oblak, Edison. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm going to go Edison with... Bottom. Mm. I'm going to go with Neuer, Oblak, Edison, Carius. Avdi is such a hater <laughs> This is why he can't lead these, these, um, these things Alright, you're going to love the next one Alright, so we've got another four top, goalkeep- top goalkeepers Go We've got Joe Hart uh, <laughs> Renarsson <laughs> Kepa and Pickford <laughs> These backup goalkeepers <laughs> No, these are just goalkeepers They're top quality goalkeepers, respect them man uh, I will go with Um Joe Hart. Wait, wait. Yeah, Joe Hart. Wait, who was the third one? Renarsson. Oh, he's not as bad. Kepa he's not as bad as Pickford. Pickford, is he? Oh, I would go um, Joe Hart. No, Kepa, Joe Hart, Pickford, and Renarsson. What? Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I just don't even know. I got <laughs> yeah, exactly. Joe Hart, uh, hard one, man. Joe Hart uh, Kepa, Renarsson. Everyone else, a couple more lines. <laughs> Any goalkeeper you can think of, uh, I'd go Abdi. Conference North, Conference South, Abdi, uh, Tanya. I think I'm better than Austin, man. Absolutely. Me? And then Pickford. <laughs> I think I'm better than Pickford. Mark, do you remember that save I made in the Monday League? That's, that that's true. Top, top that's quality. True. <laughs> Wait, how are we ranking it from worst to better? From, no, best no, they're, all, from best they're just worst. It's it's worse from worst, worst <laughs> to worst. Um, I'm gonna go Joe Hart, um, Runnison, <gasps> Kepa, then Pickford. Mad. I'm sorry. I know Pickford and Ke- uh, Kepa and Joe Hart are terrible. Runas is the worst goalkeeper that's ever played football. <laughs> Man said Pickford. Whatever. <laughs> what is wrong with <laughs> to me? To be fair, I shouldn't ask this question. I shouldn't ask this question. Dumb question. Bad. Yeah. All right. I have a good one now. Yeah. All right. I've got four players here. I've got Scott McTominay. I've got John from Tesco, Mike from the construction site, <laughs> Andrew Postman. Who are you going? At the end of this podcast. <laughs> All right, last one, last one, last one. This is specifically for um, Mark, though. This is for Mark. Oh. <laughs> Salah, Mane, or Mbappe and Neymar? Pick one. Ooh. Oh, come on. That's easy, I feel. Like. I know, but it's, it's got to be um, Mbappe and Neymar because that's the duo that is 
probably you choose that over anyone. Really? I don't know. I would just choose Neymar, period, to be honest. I'd choose him. Like And Tanya's back. I lo- love him. What was that motion, Tanya? Him. What was that I, motion? I, just, <laughs> I can't wait to see him in the new kit, you know? The pain pink kit. Have you guys seen it? I shared it in the group uh, I think chat it's time and you like, ignored it. I, I had but... already seen it, so I just... I think it's time to end I this podcast a, now. I had a couple more, but Tanya did ruin it. <laughs> All right, last one. No. Firmino, Jesus, oh, and Lacazette. Okay. Are we actually doing this? Yeah. Um... Uh, uh, Firmino, Firmino Lacazette. Firmino. Oh. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. yeah. No, Firmino, Jesus, Lacazette. You're just a hater. I end this podcast. No, I'm being serious. I'd pick Jesus over. I did not. Over I did not. <laughs> Man said Gabriel Jesus second, bro. <laughs> <laughs> right, end guys. this podcast. All right, guys. Thank shambles. you very much for joining us. <laughs> this shambles of an episode. Next week will probably be better. And as always, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> Take it. Peace See ya. Peace, guys. See ya. Sports Social Podcast Network.